So on the podcast today, we have Coach Josh Alexander. He's the head football coach at Athens Academy in Athens, Georgia. Uh, coach Alexander is full of wisdom. And I know you, you will really enjoy him on the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. All right, so on the podcast tonight, we have a, a guy I've, tr- I've been trying to get on for like two years. And Coach, Al- coach Josh Alexander from Athens Academy is on the podcast tonight. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. What an honor. Uh, this is going to be fun. Oh, man. I, the honor is mine, Coach. I, I have been following you like incognito for years because when you, we were talking before the podcast, so y'all played Elka in a state championship game and a couple of playoff games. Um, I was like, man, who's this coach that's giving Elka problems? Like, who is this guy? Like, I need, I need to get to know Coach Alexander. I'm just, I, I've been very fortunate to get to know you now. Well, you're kind for saying that. It's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. You know, we've, I've been there for six years and had good kids and we, you know, we've got to play Eagles Landing a few times and they have definitely um, had the better hand every time we've got gotten to play them. So it's been, it's been fun and you learn a lot every time you get an opportunity to play a good team like that. Absolutely, Coach. Coach, for the listeners that don't know, if you wouldn't mind just giving your background, that would be awesome. Then we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah, I, um, I grew up in Clayton County in South Atlanta. Um, went to Mara High School and played football for some great coaches there. And then I uh, went to the University of Georgia. And then at the age of 19, I started coaching here in Athens at Clark Central High School. Um, I realized that uh, nobody really wanted someone of my stature to play football in college. So I always wanted to be around the game and was around it since I was four years old and um, just really loved it, enjoyed it, and got an opportunity to coach over at one of the local middle schools and realized I was a different major at the time and realized, well, maybe I want to be an education major and got to go into education and uh, coached eighth grade football. And then the next year, Coach Steve Brooks asked me to move up to Clark Central. And um, this will be going on my 24th year coaching. So I've been doing this 19 years. I mean, since I was 19 years old. Wow. Um, Yeah. And so I went from there to Washington Wilts, which was absolutely awesome, which is probably some of my favorite kids that I've ever been around since I've mm-hmm. been doing this, just a whole different type of person down there. And it's just hardworking, tough kids. And then I got, I left there and um, really felt like I took a, gr- a big step in my career with getting to go work for Coach Flo at Parkview. They had just played for their fourth state cha- or fifth state championship and um, oh my gosh jeez oh four you know and that was a group that just won 47 in a row and so I came in on the back end of that and got to work for him for uh right at five years and that was a I really learned a lot there just because of the coaching staff that I got to be around and left there and went to work for Andy Dyer at Archer High School and got to start a school and that was one of those things that um if you ever get the opportunity to do or someone asks you to start a school, just say no. <laughs> don't, don't, ever let, don't ever let someone talk you into going to start a school. Um, mm-hmm. But I joke when I say that because, man, I learned a ton of not only football but other things. And um, I have to honestly say, you know, just coaching over the years, I've been around a lot of good coaches, just like a lot of other good coaches, but Coach Dyer really walked me through the process and gave me a, gave me a good um, showing, I guess, and just sort of allowed me to grow as a person and grow as a coach and love my family and took care of us. And so I, I really owe a lot of this to him. Um, 
because he could took a chance. He was starting a new school and he took a chance on a young coordinator and gave me an opportunity to do it. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was a lot of fun. Um, starting a new school at times, it was, we, our first practice was at McConnell middle school on the concrete with about 23 kids. And oh, <laughs> but, man. Uh, oh. So you get to do everything from build lockers to, you know, mm-hmm. develop weight or design weight rooms and order equipment. And so, sure. you know, over the years I was told at a young age, young as a young coach you if you ever want to be a head football coach you better be able to you know change a face mask faster than anyone make the best power a deal with an angry parent run a weight room coach every position on the field and um then maybe you'll win one game so uh that's what i that's what i got the opportunity to do is like, i i am i am a an equipment manager by trade i really enjoy that side of it i really i do i i those are the things we just built a new equipment room at athens academy and i am the equipment guy um it's just something i love to do and the sec my second favorite thing to do is probably painting the field so if any if anybody ever if i ever get fired or let go or just don't want to coach anymore i can i can really paint a straight line so that is one of the things that i truly enjoy you give me some good country music and a paint machine, and I can stay out there all day. Um, so you, do you that, need the line, or do you like you do like the, the the string, or can you do it like can you eyeball it down the I'll line? I'll string it. I'll string a game field, a practice field, and I'll eyeball it. Um, I love it. You know, and and sometimes it's better than others. It just depends on the greener the grass, the harder it is. Uh, you know, yeah, once, no doubt. <laughs> once the grass gets a little lighter, you can't really see the the flaws in it. Uh, sure. but I say that as a joke, um, you know, I've been, I've just been blessed to be around a lot of good people. And then I came to, in 14, we just played for a state championship at Archer, got beat by Colquitt County. And we had five power five kids, you know, out there at, mm-hmm. at out there skill kids. And they were all coming back in 15. And I just felt like we could win it in 15. And my, we'd lived in Athens. I sort of drove all over Northeast Georgia, just wanting to coach or coach for good people or be around good people or at good programs. And so the job at Athens Academy came open and my wife was like, you know, the job at Athens Academy came open. Are you interested? That's not what I want to do. I had no interest in being a head coach because I really, really liked what I did. I get to coach mm-hmm. football for a great man and be around good people. And, and so um, another, you know, the job at Athens Academy came open and again. And so pretty much you see where I'm at now and who rules the real Oh, Absolutely. But I, I say that I was blessed to um, get the job and we, we have really, really good parents and good kids and a lot of overachieving kids and kids that work hard at it. And I've had a, the same coaching staff the six years I've been there. This is the first year I've got to hire some coaches. Oh, wow. um, yeah. And so uh, that's been a, a great, great blessing of having just the same guys around you the first six years as a head coach but we've hired some good guys i've got to hire three new coaches this year and that's been fun doing that because i've never really had to do that you know and sometimes at a smaller school you don't get the opportunity or the teaching positions to like hire yeah people you know that you just like that are really really good at their job so you got to sort of find pieces of the puzzle that fit you and we have been really lucky in that area that's awesome. I mean, you, I remember listening to you on coach Guess's podcast and you were talking about how you hadn't changed coaches. I mean, what, so like, what do you attribute that to like, as far as, cause that's, that's uh, rare. It's very, very rare. Uh, yeah. I, I have had a couple of guys that have, that have been at Athens Academy that I sort of um, took on from the last staff that would have just okay. been really, really good coaches. I mean, it's Athens Academy won before I got there and they'll, 
win when I leave. It's just the type of community it is. And then I have some community guys that had kids that went there or kids that played there and that just have really, it's their baby. Um, mm-hmm. It's not Josh Alexander, the head coach, it's Athens Academy football. And that's what I appreciate. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's way bigger than me or way bigger than just them or the kids or it's, it's, it's the overall. And I really do think those coaches love it, you know, and they, if they, if a new coach came in tomorrow, I would hope that those guys would have the opportunity mm-hmm. to stay because they would stay. Um, but we've hired three new ones this year. Um, three really talented guys um, mm-hmm. that are all community guys. So it's uh, when you're hiring community coaches, you got to really search high and low for the right fit for your, your guys, you know, yeah, no doubt. And Athens Academy, for people that don't know, is a really high academic school. So I imagine it's hard to find teachers that want to coach football as well. Sometimes. It is. You find you tr- you find teachers and then guys that can coach. There you go. Yeah. And, you know, and so um, I've been able to hire two coaches in six years um, that actually teach at the school. Okay. And so um, and those guys. One was uh, Robert Hill, who was. I worked for at Parkview, who was a coordinator for at Parkview for 28 years. So mm-hmm. he he told he taught me a lot, and so I had the opportunity to pay him back and give him a job. He retired in the state of Georgia, so he was one of those guys that gets to gets the retirement and also gets to work at a private school. So he gets he has go. the best of both worlds. That's awesome, Coach. Coach, you call offensive plays from you know we've talked, and you you call the offense. Talk a little bit about that. Like, how do you? set that up how does that change since you went from archer to athens and just go go into detail on that if you don't mind when i started coaching um i worked for at clark central which was an i team and so then i went to washington wheels which is a wing t team and then went to parkview which was uh just sort of a a smorgasbord of power football um with big h backs and y's and shift trade stuff and and I just fell in love with that. I just love the way you can gain hats and um, put the right people on the on the wrong people and that sort of thing. And then uh, we went to Archer, and that's right about then in in twelve thirteen. That's when some of the RPO stuff became really popular, and mm-hmm. people were truly starting to spread it out and air raid. But so what we did is we sort of just studied a lot of that stuff and sort of mixed it in with unbalanced RPOs and, and just trying to figure out a way to gain a hat. And, um, but we were running inside zone and outside zone at Archer. Um, and then I got to Athens Academy and I felt like, man, I'm going to come here the first year. And we tried to do some of that stuff. And I felt like we were just sort of with the zone blocking, we were feeling our way through stuff and maybe it's just me coaching it and I don't do a good job with it, but um, I felt like there wasn't a whole lot of aggressiveness and come off with a flat back and, you know, do that, that sort of stuff that we all want as coaches. And, and so we, we right now are, are a man scheme. We we're a counter power team, whether it's two tights, three tights, one tight, you know, we're very tight end oriented, two backs. And it's sort of a, a, when you say two backs, it's not necessarily eye football. It could be, gun I mean just is try to get as many backs on the field with some type of misdirection and power going at one time so it's sort of people ask me all the time like what do you call this stuff because it's there's a lot of offense in there but I don't really have a name for it and Cecil said it one day he said oh, we just try to specialize in getting first down so there you go well, 
whatever that may be, we're going to try to do that. But if you had to put a name on it, I mean, we're going to try to run power, you know, 101 ways and try to be good at that and, and block down and kick out and gain hats at the point of attack and, and throw vertical, you know, um, play action pass and try to do a good job with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember the first time I saw you guys play, it was a state championship game. What was that? 2000, was that 2017? I think 17 was our first one. And then 18, I, I, mean, I watched one to 17, watched one to 18. I thought, coach, coach has an offense like I've never seen. Like I've never seen that, like the shift, the trade, the being a 21 personnel, 22 personnel, 10 personnel. When it, you know, it's just when it's very unique. the best um, in 14 at Archer, we were doing a lot of the same stuff. We were just doing it with mm. really, really, really good players. And um, we scored 50 points, 50 plus points in the playoffs in the first half had oh, a three in, in three games. Yeah. And so it was uh press the gas, go fast, shift trade, move, first sound stuff. Um and it was really fun to watch and coach and just watch how people uh, tried to adapt to it or defend it. And um and then we got to Adams Academy did a lot of we do a lot of the same stuff. It's just not quite as fast because of the kids we have a lot of guys that sort of their tongues are hanging because they play both ways or oh yeah um and so you know i i had a parent meeting the other night and was trying to explain um complimentary football and that's something that we really try to talk about like you know each year it changes a little bit where we try to compliment Mm -hmm. our defense or compliment the offense or compliment the special teams or whatever it is just whatever we can do, I think we'll be a different team than we've been the last few years, just because of the kids we have. Um, I do see us, you know, spreading it out and, and throwing the ball more and, and probably trying to run some inside, a lot more inside zone and, and stretch and power read and that kind of stuff. And stuff that is really fun. And, and to me, easier to coach than block down kick out. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, no doubt. You know, and power is hard. People can say power is boring, but power is hard to coach. Um, mm. Just the aggressiveness of it and trying to gain the angles and the hats and, and the way people defend it. And you see so many different fronts, but it's to me, I just think that's, a play that people respect, but don't quite understand at times. And you watch some of these guys like Kansas state or, you know, North Dakota state that got, that just runs power better than anybody. And I, if you had, if I had, I could sit there all day Saturday and watch teams run the football where you just can't see it anymore. Yeah. Um, and so you see it here and there, but somebody that just mashes somebody's face, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's fun to me to watch. And I think that's, I think that's why we've had success is because of our kids sort of take pride in being a little different mm-hmm. um, than, than others. And, the, and if you had to put a, put a nail in the coffin on what I'm saying here is like, it'd be shift trade, move quick motion, and then run power. And that's mm-hmm. sort of where we got to all of it. Oh, no doubt. I remember when we, we talked earlier in the off season, we were talking offense and program and you were saying like your philosophy is to have no philosophy. Like you were talking about, you have to just do what you, you have to use what you have. And that's, that's unique. I think a lot of coaches get stuck in, I'm this guy, I run these plays, but you, I think you've done a great job and I have this personnel. So I'm trying to just use what I have. Yeah. Um, and I, I had to learn because I was at a seven, a school in the state of Georgia, which, you know, at a very, good school in Gwinnett County, which to me is some of the best football in the country. 
because of the athletes and the coaching, then you go to a small school, small private school. And so you sort of learn to adapt and overcome, but I definitely don't think I'll ever be a guy that plays with an offense in a box. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think I'll be a guy that says, this is who we are. We can't change, or this is what we're going to do no matter what. Um, I do think there's some good in that meaning that, Hey, you eventually got to say, this is what we do. And this is what we're going to get good at. Sure. Um, yeah. But I do think that you got to each year it does change and um, really it changes with the trigger guy and um, what you can do up front. And so, um, yeah, I'm not, I don't ever want to be a guy that just says, this is who we are and this is what we're going to do. I think you lose your creativity that way. I think you, um, Hmm. I I just think offenses today, they're just not very creative. Um, Mm -hmm. There's nothing more fun than turning on the, the UT channel and watching those guys in the seventies and eighties and watching the misdirection and, and the gaining of the hat, you know? And, and so one thing that we've, we've started doing a lot of the the last two years, and you probably saw some of this is, is we, we call it plus three where we're getting three from one side to the play side, whether it's a fullback, a guy in motion kick in and then pulling a guard and a tackle sometimes three and four to one side. Mm-hmm. And, and that has really been fun to coach. And so when you get in there on a Sunday and you can do it out of gun, you can do it out of H back, you can do it out of two tights, three tights, and just trying to figure out. And the rule is, and we have fun as coaches of how do we get three to at the point of attack instead of one or two or, okay, we're going to, let, we're going to block the linebacker, but we're going to let the safety come down and make the tackle. He just got to beat the, the safety. And that's just not who we are. We're going to put a hat on a hat on a hat and then try to get one more hat because we're just not very good. And hopefully the one hat helps all the other bad ones, you know? Mm-hmm. So, oh, um, yeah, no doubt. At times is the plus three stuff that we do. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember watching the state championship game specifically in 2018 and being like, how does coach install this? Like, that was my first like thought. Like, how do you install it? How do you communicate? I'm not asking you to give any secrets, but I'm just like, in my brain, I was like, how in the world is this getting coached? You know what I mean? Cause like, it's so unique in, in the high school level. Yeah. Um, and so it's just sort of, you pull I, the best way I could explain it is like, you pull out a briefcase and this is it and this and this and this is it. And so, um, one thing would be like there's such there's families and those kids know the mm-hmm. kids know the families just like if you were like sure. anybody that builds an offense or calls an offense but um we try to keep it to where if we're going to be in this this is what we're going to do sure. so that you you don't want to have a lot of something whether it's one formation this is what we're going to call this formation Mm-hmm. And this is what we're going to do out of this formation. And, and then we're going to be in something else where that formation doesn't get picked at, you know? And so, oh, um, and so what we won't do where you'll see a lot of people is stay in a formation. We're going to try to change that formation so that we can come back to that formation. Um, mm-hmm. And so it looks like a lot, but if you sit there and break it down, it's not. What it becomes right. a lot is when you start adjusting to motions or the, or the shifts and the trades and the, and the move up and the jumping from the backfield or the motioning. And we've gotten to where we started, and this is crazy, and you'll laugh at this, is where we motion the quarterback out. Instead of just being a wildcat team, we yeah, no doubt. we shift those guys, or we call it a quiet motion, you know, where the quarterback leaves and he goes out there and runs like a bubble and we're running whatever, you know. And so it's just stuff like that. It becomes very elementary and simple. But 
I think the way that we're able to install it and everybody's got their secrets in practice, but is the way we practice it. Um, you know, we have a lot of kids that play both ways. So you really got to be good. And we are a high academic school and we get two hours of practice a day. We go four thirty, six thirty, and we're finished at six thirty every day. And so it's like, you really got to make sure you're, mm-hmm. you're scripting this stuff. You're seeing what you want to see. And, um, because at times you really don't know what you're going to see. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, with some of the offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, especially as, as multiple as you are, it's like, hey, what's the defense going to line up in, you know? <laughs> yes, and, but we've done it for a while. Like I said, we've probably done – we're going on 10 years of doing some of this stuff. And so you get where you sort of, okay, this is what we're going to do. We've seen this. Right. And I do think in spring practice when you install, I mean, you can't see but so many fronts, whether it's 3-2, you know, and so mm-hmm. – or bear and, and and we we try to specialize in bear because we lost state championship in 14 because of bear and oh, so wow. yeah i um and i was a, just called a terrible game and i thought that was the reason why i lost it and so, oh, it's, man. Uh, so we, we always try we always try to have an answer every week to what it happens with bear you know whatever we get so um that that's where we're at with that but there's a couple of fronts that you know sort of scare us at times and mm-hmm. we just try to make sure we practice those a lot absolutely so let's talk about your defense philosophy do you have bear your defense philosophy i'm guessing coach since we you play a like lot of it. it we play a yeah, lot yeah. of it we're a stack team um we're we're different than a lot of people when it comes to stack um we don't like to break the box. Our sort, our philosophy is say we're going to keep six there no matter what. Um, when we started this in '15, we, um, as a defensive staff, we were like no matter what, let's keep. And we this was at Archer also. It was like let's keep the six man box and adjust with everybody else. And so we're 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 cover three man under man, you know. But like, let's try to make sure we can keep the box and play good football that way, and just stop. And we're going to try to the same way. And as we play offense, we're going to try to be the same way in defense. Is so make we're going to try to have one more hat at the point of attack than you have, just like every defensive coordinator would say. But the main thing that I think that we do is that we try to pressure, 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 pressure with the stack. Um, mm-hmm. And it is, uh, if you look at our kids, we've played many years um, where our, our linebackers were anywhere from 150 to 170 pounds, but well, they were mm-hmm. always moving. So it, mm-hmm. it did not, it does not give us trouble. We learned this year, we were real big up front. Um, and we had a kid, we have a kid going to play defensive line of Virginia and another kid that is a preferred at Georgia and another kid that's going to end up where he wants to this next year. And we figured out in this defense that, man, we really like small up front. <laughs> mm, uh, mm. Yeah, and so uh, we have beat our heads on a pole just like, like this defense is not four, six foot five, 270 pounds. It's not what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys go play offense for us. Mm-hmm. We love um, – five foot 10, 205 pounds that can run. <laughs> I mean, that yeah, is no hard. Doubt. Yeah. You know? And so now we're not in seven, a, we may be a little different, um, but we have mm-hmm. figured out that like, we, we like to move those guys a lot. And that's when we've played best is when we've been smaller 
And that's weird to say in this game of football, but like in the past six years is when we've been smaller up front is when our defensive line has played the best. And so Mm -hmm. philosophically we we've sort of, we were really excited about our upfront guys this past year, but they were, they were pluggers. They were three techniques. They were Mm -hmm. a one technique. They were an anchor down tight five technique. And that's not what we do. We're head up slant and moving and, and so we like those guys that can move and, and replace a hip and that kind of thing. No doubt. I feel like the three, three stack is like the, the defensive choice in Georgia. Like when I watch high school tape, a lot you of know, people it go- like it. Yeah. It goes full circle. You know, a lot of people uh, now like three, three stack because of the three high safeties. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what a lot of people, because so many people are defending spread, you know, and so they're right. trying to figure out a way to, you can't sit in cover three because a good coordinator will pick you to death. And how do you get sure. two high safeties out of stack, you know? And so now they figured out a way to get three high safeties and it's quite intriguing to watch some of that. Um, but yeah, it goes full circle. There was times where we didn't see, see a stack all year. It was, it was three, four. And then um, the mm-hmm. year we played four and 14, we saw a lot of four, three. And now you oh, never okay. see four three, um, yeah. but to me four three is one of the toughest things to move the ball on. But you get a guy that can coach four three. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a unicorn, and he is special because I'm telling you what a guy that plays spill four three is, and that's what we played at Parkview. And if you mm-hmm. watch some of the guys that uh, here in Georgia, like North Gwinnett, and some of those guys that are really really good at four three, and if they go four three seven in the box and play man under, it's you're not throwing RPOs, you're not running H back power, you're not running zone. I mean, so you better have some answers, you know, mm-hmm. to that sort of thing. But yeah, but now we don't even see four three. We see four four um mm-hmm. and some type of eight man front, whether it's stack or four four or and that's what we see. That's awesome, coach. Coach, what's your special teams philosophy? Are you like a riverboat gambler or are you like more conservative? How do you how do you mix that in with your program philosophy? Um, we try to, we try to change it weekly. We're going to do a lot with extra point field goal, a lot of shifts. Um, we put one in a week and we'll get about, you can watch us, uh, play, check out some of that stuff is that there will be every week, there will be some type of extra point field goal and we will fake it. Um, and so if we can make the game eight, you know, eight, mm-hmm. nothing right off the bat. I love that. That is one of my favorite things to do. Um, sometimes it backfires and everybody looks at me like I'm an idiot, but, um, but there really is, is uh, right off the bat, we'll throw four or five different ones and each, each, and we always make it where we can shift to kick the ball so that they definitely got it. And we don't, if we're not mm-hmm. feeling frisky, we will make it where they have to line up to it. And there's nothing sure. more frustrating than having to spend 15 minutes on having that line up to that stuff. And then, on, yeah. and, and we will, go, we love punt block, you know, um, mm-hmm. we're going to, we're going to do a bunch of stuff with that. We keep punt teams simple just mm-hmm. because any, any cover team, I like simplicity and cover teams. And I like um, sort of craziness in block teams. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the way we go about it. Um, other than an extra point field goal, you know, we're going to sort of be creative there. And we, we always go into it where we keep a running fake on punt and a passing fake on punt. Um, so two, two different ones. And so, but it's, um, it's conservative, but, 
very, very out there at times. And, and the reason why I like out there is so individuals have to prepare for it, mm-hmm. not necessarily to change the game. Yeah, that's that's something I think that we don't think about as coaches a lot is if we if we do something that's simple to us but looks somewhat complex, they're going to have to spend, like you said, 15, 20, maybe, you know, 25 minutes on this if it's something, something they see every week. Well, if you just take a defensive philosophy, if you take just moving a tight end from one side to the other, especially if they're a four-down team, can your three-technique be a one-technique, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, can can your – how are you going to adjust to it? Do they jump a Sam? Does the five-technique do something crazy? Well, if you do that on special teams, it really causes issues because how many people have spent a lot of time on special teams in high school? You, you have yeah, guys exactly. that are really, really talented at coaching it that are really good at it and other guys that – that sort of just fly through it. And this is what we're going to do because this is what we do. And I just go, I take the same philosophy in on special teams as we do offensively. Let's do a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but make it simple, you know, and not a lot to where we're going to lose a game, a lot to where somebody has to sit here and spend time on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no doubt. That's awesome. Coach, as we wrap it up, I would love a nugget or a young coach out there thinking about getting into coaching? What's something you wish you knew when you were 19 about to get into this great profession? What's something that you wish you knew then that you can you can share? You know, I had the same conversation because we had a very talented defensive line coach that we, we moved down to be – he wants to be a head coach, and he, we moved him down to middle school to make our middle school better. And so mm-hmm. um, the one thing that I would say – sort of the way I started the conversation it's multiple nuggets is get especially in high school because you don't know what job you're going to get is Mm -hmm. be able to do a little bit of everything and really really well um spend Mm -hmm. time listening and spend time observing and just sit there with your mouth quiet at times um and I think that earn to be heard just has went out the window at times with some people with young coaches People want to call plays and people want to do this before they've even filled a cooler full of ice, you know? And so it's, uh, I just think if, as a young coach, I think you come in there and you, you earn to be heard, meaning I'm going to outwork everybody on the staff. And it goes back to changing face masks to filling coolers to, exchanging film, being really good at huddle, just learning how to make the head coach that you work for's job easier. Mm-hmm. And that's where you stand out. And those are the guys that we love, you know, it's um, cause everybody's going to get eventually get good at the X's and O's and the, and the, the scheming, and especially when you're around good coaches, but are you willing to be the guy that stays after for the last kid to leave? You know, it's uh, mm-hmm. who is that coach? Are you willing to, be early to open up on a Saturday morning for kids that are injured. You know, it's um, how do you make, if you had to, if one thing that I would say is how do you make the head coach that you work for absolutely love you because you outwork everybody. And then I'll say this, if they're not asking you to do something, they know that you're just not very hardworking and willing to do it. Cause I have yeah, no 10 doubt. on my staff and I ask certain guys to do things and I just won't ask other guys to do it. And so, sure. As a young coach, I would just show up early and go home late and work harder than anybody in between those two points. Coach, that's awesome. Coach, I thank you for your time. I know you're a busy man. I've, I really have enjoyed this, and thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you for having me on. It's been an honor. This was great.